0: This is KoreaScape on TBS EFM 101.3 MHz in Seoul and surrounding areas. Well, we start off the week every week by tapping as well as we can into the Korean culture and mindset. And the best way we know how to do that is to listen closely to what Koreans are saying to each other in mainstream or in social media postings. We do that as a feature we call Culture Pulse. And on Mondays, we have guest host Violet Kim right here in the studio. Hey, Violet. Hi, Kurt. Okay, three topics as usual. The lead topic is the government's war on sugar.
1: Yes, newly announced war on sugar. Uh, Recently, the government has been waging war on cigarettes and smoking. Mm. I think we touched upon this last week or maybe the week before that. But last week, the South Korean government announced that it would unveil a series of policies designed to help Koreans cut down on sugar consumption because now sugar is the bad guy responsible for diabetes and all sorts of health conditions.
0: It's getting to be a bigger deal here in Korea. You don't Stereotypically think of Koreans as eating too too much sugar, you think of right or being and, obese, yeah, but it's getting to be right. a bigger deal, so is this kind of like Bloomberg in New York, you know uh, saying you know you can't have your big gulp sodas or things like that? Uh, what kind of steps are we talking about?
1: Well, the set of plans includes plans for a campaign to encourage less sugar consumption, so I'm guessing. Uh, PSAs, that sort of thing.
0: Commercials, things right. like that.
1: Um, and the distribution of recipes that use less sugar. Mm-hmm. Or just like, you know, guidelines on alternative
0: sweeteners. To my surprise, uh, the other week I learned that uh, dokboki, the snack on the streets, in mm-hmm. the, the sort of rich red sauce, mm-hmm. apparently those use, a, that typically those use a lot of sugar.
1: Yes, they do. Yeah. Most, I think, Korean foods, even if their recipes don't originally contain sugar... Mm-hmm the ones sold on the streets tend to have more sugar.
0: Yeah, like the corporate version tends to infuse more and more sugar to kind of push it on people and get them hooked, you know?
1: Right, and one surprising figure was according to a 2014 report from the health ministry, at least one in three Adults over the age of thirty are diabetic or in danger of being so, and that's a very high figure.
0: Hmm, that's interesting. Right. So yeah. the
1: ministry's tagline will be reduce sweeteners for a sweeter life. And on the face of it, it seems like a straightforward piece about a straightforward set of public health policies. You know?
0: Do I hear a but coming?
1: But but <laughs> Reactions among readers were, well, there were a lot of pointed fingers, not at sugar, but a celebrity culinary researcher and TV personality. You may have heard of him. He fronts a cooking show, and his name is Baek Jong-won.
0: And is he guilty of uh, being sort of a, a sugar dealer?
1: Yes, his nickname is Sugar Boy. Sugar Boy. Not even like that's not even a translation. Literally in Korean, it's Sugar Boy. Sugar Boy. Yes. Okay. And it's not a positive term. Um, whenever you see these sugar-themed articles, he seems to be widely blamed. Mm. He tends to put a lot of sugar, even in traditional Korean recipes that don't necessarily call for sugar. Ah. It's kind of, you know, like you put a bit of sugar and it tastes better. It, well, of course. It's mm-hmm. like fat
0: fat and sugar. Right. In fact, I, I always bring up Butter. this book, Sugar, Salt, and Fat. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, you know, this great book out there, Sugar, mm-hmm. Salt, and Fat. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about how researchers figure out how to infuse. Almost undetectable levels of all three things into all of these foods mm-hmm. to get people hooked. In fact, mm-hmm. there's a there's an a, a old song called mm-hmm. Sugar Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a documentary searching for Sugar Man. Sugar Man used to be a a, a slang word for drug dealer. So that's how right. addictive sugar is. is yes. that it became. Those two ideas became. I think
1: it's as addictive as any. drug. It can be Not for that sure. No, but um, yeah. So there were those worried about taxation as well. Mm. Y- how this price of cigarettes went up. They didn't want to pay a tax on sugar.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's just one tool in the government's arsenal. There's the commercials. There's mm-hmm. the awareness campaigns. Right. But ultimately, if you really want to reduce behavior, you've got to hit them in the wallet. That's what they're doing with the cigarettes, with taxes and things right. like that. Right. But
1: I'm not sure it's going to be that easy to cut down on sugar because, yeah. like you said, a lot of the times it's undetectable. Uh-huh. And uh, people were concerned that this would kind of hit the small business owners who sort of depend on sugar. Sure. Like that tōkboki seller down the street.
0: And the corporate uh, cookie makers and mm-hmm. bread makers and everybody out there, there's a lot right. of people with vested corporate interests right. in not having sugar be right. regulated. Definitely
1: Plus, has to go hand in hand with, you know, people's changing awareness yeah. that sugar is not necessarily a good thing.
0: Well, and with the cigarettes, they can always show, you know, oh, here's the diseased lungs and right. here's the terrible things that can happen with you with smoking. Right. Uh, it's much easier to sell anti-smoking as a right. horror tactic. Right. Sugar, eh, not so much. I mean, right. people it's get fatter, they die of diabetes. Way, you it's know, still huge. Hey, yeah. yeah, exactly. Hey, sweetheart, right. that kind of thing. Hmm. All right, we'll see if it actually curbs the consumption of sugar in uh, Korea. Let's hear what actual people are saying about this this week in our social media elements. In other words, it seems like the government is looking for a way to levy more taxes and things will only become harder for small businesses.
1: They're doing the right thing. When I see white sugar being poured into all sorts of dishes on certain TV shows, I get disgusted. And for the silliest of reasons, I wonder if that chef also cooks like that for his wife and his children. What we really need to stop is the eating broadcast culture. And, of course, we need to expel that one chef who cooks with way too much sugar.
0: Violet, have you seen that Internet meme, uh, first world problems? It's like, you know, my drive to work is so short I can't get my car warm. Right, (laughs) right. This is kind of a first world problem, right? This is, you know, oh, there's too much sugar in my food. Right.
1: Yes and no, I think. Yeah. I think usually the meme refers to people who have, like, very minor complaints. Uh-huh. But this is definitely a first-world problem because you don't see people with too much sugar in, you know. Yeah,
0: you see it in emerging right. economies right. where, ooh, suddenly they've got uh, sugared soda for the uh-huh. first time or different kinds of candy. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, let's jump to topic number two, mm-hmm. which is what?
1: Uh, job crafting.
0: What is job crafting? This is a new phrase to me.
1: It's a term coined by professors from the University of Michigan and Yale who were studying how people in unglamorous jobs were coping with their quote-unquote devalued work.
0: What's an example of unglamorous jobs? The
1: example that I read in a Forbes article was hospital janitors.
0: That is unglamorous.
1: So to use the example, job crafting essentially means that these people hospital janitors in this case, mm. take their existing job de- expectations or descriptions and expand them to suit um, their desire to make a difference. Okay. So this is, I'm mostly quoting from the Forbes article that describes job crafting in the context of the original research.
0: So this is, I guess, doing your task well, but Mm -hmm. then seeking additional initiatives that you can do. Right, seeking
1: personal meaning. And it's a little bit different from just being self-motivated because Mm -hmm. you want a raise. It's more like just finding meaning in the little parts of your job, Mm -hmm. really trying to make a difference.
0: I I think it was, wasn't it Martin Luther King that said, um, you know, if you are a street sweeper, be the best street sweeper the world has ever seen, something like that.
1: I've seen that, a similar quote attributed to Leo Tolstoy and Abraham Lincoln. I, so I could be right. I see it a lot on Tumblr and Pinterest. I this don't know who it belongs to, but, I mean, it's a good, uplifting thought. Yeah.
0: Take pride. So this hospital janitor Mm -hmm. might get everything clean, but then, you know, uh, do something that benefits the patients additionally. I don't know.
1: Right. Like put fresh flowers in their vases. That that was the example that I read. And another classic example is Dr. Seuss, who's credited with changing the landscape of children's books. Mm. So he is the one that sort of tried, uh, brought the level of children's book above and beyond the J- Dick and Jane
0: series. So how does this get mm-hmm. contextualized here in Korea? How is Korea adopting this concept?
1: Right. So this ho Shin a local paper, did a fairly long piece where they featured several examples of employees who could reasonably be called job crafters.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's interesting because the concept in Korea was introduced through a researcher from this private sector think tank Uh, owned by a very large corporation, Mm -hmm. a Tibor here, and he Mm -hmm. published a book that urged people to become job crafters. And despite its academic roots, there's something about the way it was presented in the article that sort of, it was very convenient for companies. Yeah. And the funny thing is that the company who's related to that thing thinking question, tried to implement job crafting mm-hmm. into their sort of system. And it's not something that you can implement. It's just something that's observed in people yeah, as they, they try, try to, to kind find, of weave
0: it into the corporate culture. Right. Let's right. all be job crafters.
1: Right. Yeah. And, and it's one thing for you to say, hey, I want to make my job more meaningful. It's another thing to for someone above you to say, hey, you know, try job crafting instead of asking <laughs> for a raise, you know, <laughs> look at these job crafters out there. Why can't you be more like them? Exactly.
0: It should be a grassroots bottom up mm-hmm. movement and not mm-hmm. something that you are you know told by your your supervisor ideally right all those supervisors I imagine there's a there's a subtle way to communicate hey there's this way to until a, we can promote and give you a raise mm-hmm. why don't you make the most of your job by job crafting
1: right and mm. I mean there's a limit to how much attitude can carry workers but I think that when working conditions improve you might see job crafting more job crafting you yeah. know it's hard to Right. Think about that kind of thing when you're worried about your next paycheck.
0: Which co- you're right. right. There you go. Which right. comes first: a material improvement in your situation or an improvement in your attitude? There, it's a bit of a chicken and egg, isn't it?
1: Or or socks before shoes. I think the material improvement comes <laughs> yeah. first.
0: Okay. That's there. You go. You mm-hmm. you you've settled the matter. And lastly, today, um, this is kind of something people are buzzing about. Uh, it just came out this weekend. Uh, have you seen this Conan in Korea show, Conan O'Brien? I've
1: seen most of the episode. I didn't mean to. but I kept clicking away, Yeah, and I ended up watching most of it.
0: Okay. Is it good? Is it funny? I've got it queued up, ready to watch at home.
1: Right. I'm not the, and please, I hope nobody kills me for this, but I'm not the biggest fan of of Conan. I think he's really funny, Mm -hmm. and he just has a very likable face. Yeah. And he's super popular here, and the episode was... It was fun.
0: Yeah. He um, goes... He, it's not exactly a cultural exploration. He's kind of... Uh, it's a little bit goofy, right? Although yes. it does hit a lot of these sort of Korean memes, right? Right, Doesn't right. he go to... Uh, he did K-drama. He did... I think he did a K-video, didn't he? K-pop?
1: Yes. He started in a K-pop video with JYP Ooh-wee. called Fire. It was surprisingly
0: uh,
1: mesmerizing. Yeah? Yeah.
0: I've heard mixed reviews of it. I haven't uh-huh. seen it myself uh-huh. yet, but... Um, I guess it had all of the cliché elements of a K-pop thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was close to parody, and I think that's why it was uh, so entertaining to watch.
0: This all started in Koreatown, didn't it, when he went with Stephen Yeun from The Walking Dead, completely au naturel, uh-huh. into a Jim Jobang there. And right? I
1: think that's when he kind of came became viral here in Korea as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And when he came to Korea several weeks ago to shoot this episode, like just hundreds of fans greeted him at Incheon Airport
0: the airport and all kinds of social media buzz right. just real briefly how are people reacting out there
1: uh, generally not even generally i would say like almost universally very positive reactions mm-hmm. not just to conan but to his episode yep. i think a huge part of it comes from he makes fun of himself but it's not like cheap pot shots at look at how weird korea is uh-huh. it's more like hey look at me i'm you know a stranger in this land mm-hmm. kind of thing
0: cool mm-hmm. and the video as well is getting positive buzz
1: Yes, yes. Just because it's funny, it's entertaining. It's the sort of thing that, yeah.
0: I wonder if this is going to start a trend of other sort of late night comedians Uh popping into Korea and doing this kind of thing.
1: I don't know if they'll be as successful, but Conan did write multiple times on his social media channels that he was never treated as well anywhere else as he was in Korea.
0: Very cool. I bet you got another box of snacks. That's what started this whole thing. Yes. Cool. That is today's Culture Pulse. Violet, thank you very much for coming in. Thanks, Kurt. And Career Escape resumes right after this.